You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Normally what I do is I get, I'll get two venti. I go to, you know, Starbucks to get two venti of the pipe with two shots in them, so black eye in both. That's what I come in with. That's how I start the day, so. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Can't get enough Dan Campbell. His team in action tonight, hosting the Buffalo Bills, and the Lions are favored. Might be the only time you could say that in quite some time. The Lions are favored, and they're favored against Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gilio, thanks for checking out BetQL Daily. We're here weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon on the BetQL Network. And we welcome in Matthew Friedman from FTNBets.com. He's a newcomer over there at Matt F. The Oracle. Uh, Matt, appreciate your time on this Friday, and, and you're doing it while you're traveling. So inform the people. Where are you headed? So I'm in Dubuque, Iowa, and I'm driving to Canton, Ohio, and I've made it through Chicago traffic. Uh, I'm not a hero. I'm just a guy who had some good timing. But, I mean, i got to say, Chicago traffic, uh, it's not the best. In fact, I would say it's the worst. I could go on for 10 minutes about Chicago traffic, but I won't. I'm just happy to be through it. Yeah, I, I understand. I understand your pain there, man. I haven't had to go downtown in – uh, a couple years, and I'm thankful for that. Absolutely. Matthew, as we look forward, NFL season coming up. we got the preseason. Week one started last night. We're moving forward here. I, I just have to ask, because I was scrolling through your, your Twitter timeline, and I saw you post a video of Daniel Jones throwing the ball to the wrong team during a Giants scrimmage the other day. Um, your thoughts on the Giants this year, some of their props over, and your feeling on that team, because there's been some buzz. Maybe, maybe they're the team in the NFC's. I don't see it, and I don't see it with Daniel Jones. What do you think about Daniel Jones, the Giants, this season? I, I would want to fade everything related to the Giants. And and so we can even think of, like, Kenny Galladay. I hammered the under on his receiving props early, and then, of course, I'm fully off of him in fantasy. And it's nothing really against Kenny Galladay. It's the fact that Daniel Jones is his quarterback. Jason Garrett is his offensive coordinator. And then there are other guys in that offense who could take targets away from him. So Kenny Galladay, a big addition to that offense. Who knows really how impactful it's going to be. I'm totally hands-off of everybody on that team. I don't understand the buzz. I guess you have to pick some team in the NFC East, but they have one of the worst offensive lines, and they did nothing to address the O-line for Daniel Jones when they're trying to get some answers. So uh, we certainly agree with you there. Uh, what about week one overall? We saw a couple of games last night, three more tonight, 10 tomorrow. And uh, you say that you have too much action on week one. Where are your strong looks? 
So I, I gotta say, it feels very degenerate. For me. I'm betting on eight of the sixteen oh. week one games. I mean, fellas, <laughs> week one of the regular season cannot get here fast enough. But there are some actual edges that I think we do have in the preseason. If you look at at the Ravens, right? John Harbaugh, he's been there for over a decade. I think he's going into his 14th year now with that franchise. They have a lot of stability. They have discipline. They have depth. And that's the kind of thing that in the preseason tends to separate the teams. And he has an outstanding record in the preseason. I mean, it's something like, 30, I'm looking at it now, 33-15-1 in the preseason. And 11-1, and an outrageous 11-1 and in week one of the preseason. It's just because his teams have discipline. They have depth. They have continuity on the roster, continuity on the coaching staff. And I really like them this week going up against the Saints. Matthew, we were looking at some of the totals for these games earlier today. And, and a couple jumped out to us, 39 and a half with the, uh, the Cowboys and the Cardinals. When you, when you dive into them, obviously the totals are going to be way lower than they would be regular season-wise. But, you know, somewhere between 34 and 39 most games. Do you have a feel for why? Is it all about playing time for starters, for the projected quarterbacks? Why, why these discrepancies with these low, win total, low uh, point totals in these games? Yeah, so I have to say, I've never found an edge or at least a strong edge in betting preseason totals. But the reason why they are deflated, as you say, limited starters, uh, limited continuity on the offensive line across the offense. You know, they're sort of experimenting on offense, experimenting on defense. So you don't even exactly know the defense that you're going up against. Uh, it's really just a hodgepodge all across, uh, you know, the offenses and the defenses. And that just means lower scoring games so uh but I've, I've never really been able to find the key to betting profitably on the totals in the preseason for me i'm much more on the side with matthew friedman at matt f the oracle on twitter this is betql daily find matt's work ftnbets.com so you mentioned harbaugh's preseason record well another coach has been outstanding over his career in the preseason is mike zimmer he's 20 in five straight up and the vikings are a home dog got any action on that game yes i do i'm i'm betting uh, sharp review i'm betting on on the vikings and how we normally see things break down in the preseason because there's so much randomness with all of the the influx of players going in and out we normally see home teams favored but when we see a home dog and let's exclude week three because i mean as random as the whole preseason is Week three is even more unrepresentative of what we normally see. So, you know, in weeks one, two, and four, if we look at home underdogs, they are 62, 34, and three against the spread. And we have the Vikings in this situation. And then Mike Zimmer, as you mentioned, a guy who is outstanding uh, in the preseason. And I think a lot of that is similar to Harbaugh. He's been there a long time. He has his coaching staff in place. Although the, the Vikings... Sometimes they're inconsistent. They do have depth, and players know the system. And that tends to breed success in the preseason. So I do like that a lot. The Vikings plus two and a half as home underdogs. I think that's a sharp play. Matthew, how are you handling the Cowboys situation right now? Dak Prescott slated to get another MRI. The Cowboys um, team account trying to tell everyone this is not a big deal. No one believes them. Um, are you staying away from Cowboys? Are you waiting on Dak? Are you worried? Do you think the situation is uh, maybe more than they're letting on? 
Oh, no, I'm betting against the Cowboys, and I'm, I'm doing it with pleasure. Uh, I did it in the Hall of Fame game. I have zero respect for Mike McCarthy as a head coach, uh, as uh, an offensive mind. I just I do not respect him. I think he is the product of Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, and uh, I'm very happy to be betting against the trio of Cooper Rush and Ben DiNucci and Garrett Gilbert, and that doesn't even take into account the defensive side of the ball. I mean, fellas, we know how bad that defense was last year. It had zero depth, and you would think by firing Mike Nolan, just, and, and sorry, apologies to all of the um, Mike Nolan truthers out there, you would think by firing him and then hiring just any other random defensive coach in the league that they would be able to upgrade the defensive side of the ball. Instead, they hired Dan Quinn, who might be the one guy in the league who's actually worse at defense than Mike Nolan was. <laughs> so I have zero, zero faith in the Cowboys on defense. And then with the quarterbacks that they're running out there this game, and they might not even be playing a lot of their offensive line starters, uh, I am fully on the Cardinals as favorites. Uh, I bet them at one and a half. It might move around a little bit, but I'm, I'm certainly betting against the Cowboys in the preseason wherever I can. So you hate the Cowboys, you hate the Giants, and uh, I understand why. Uh, do you like any team to win the NFC East? It's got to happen, right? I'm, yeah, I'm saying this as a Cowboys fan. I hate the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Uh, I mean, if there's, if, yeah, if there's a team in the NFC East that intrigues me, uh, I mean, it's the football team. You know, that defense is stout, and I think it should be better this year than it was last year. And then you, you have that coaching staff entering the second year. You have the addition of Ryan Fitzpatrick, at quarterback. Curtis Samuel added into the mix. Logan Thomas, another year developing as a tight end. I mean, that team has some potential. I, I'm intrigued by that team, not just, you know, for the regular season. I could see them making, if things click just a little bit right, I could see them making uh, a serious run in the NFC. So if I had to pick a team in the NFC East, that is certainly the one. Matthew, when it comes to daily fantasy and, and your projections and your thoughts for the, the upcoming season, how much do you let what we see in preseason affect it? I know some of your rankings are out and, and people could check those out, but do you let what we see affect things or do you try to kind of go back and uh, go back to what you already assumed, believed, researched when you got ready for this coming season? How much do you let this next couple of weeks change your mind on certain things? It really depends. When it comes to veterans, it doesn't change my mind much at all. When it comes to rookies, and then we can see the usage that they have in preseason, the way in which they're integrated into the offenses, that's where I pay a little more attention. So the, the preseason can give us a sense of how guys are going to be used, the rookies or veterans in new situations. But when it comes to guys just on the same team that they've been on for the past three or four years, it doesn't really impact the way that I view them. With Matthew Friedman from FTNBets.com. Uh, Matt, I saw your your article on 10 bold calls for the upcoming season. And number one, Russell Wilson will be the number one fantasy quarterback. Does that mean we're going to we're going to do it again? We're going to have that conversation throughout much of the year about Russell Wilson finally getting the MVP award? Hey, man, I hope it, it's amazing. It's sort of like Drew Brees, as great as that guy was, Hall of Fame career, never got an MVP. We're in that situation now with Russell Wilson. I think this could be the year. And it has to do with the commitment I think they will have to the passing game. And it's a projection, of course, you know, because in the past we've seen them kind of vacillate back and forth, but ultimately go back to the run this year. 
with the investments that they have made in offense. You have DK Metcalf entering his third season and given an extension to uh, Tyler Lockett. With the first pick that they had in the draft, they added another wide receiver, even though they didn't really need to. You know, so they have their third wide receiver. They signed Gerald Everett, who comes along with their new offensive coordinator, Shane Waldron, who is the passing coordinator for the Rams. It seems like everything is lining up for them finally to lean on the passing game just a little bit more. So, yeah, I don't hate Russell Wilson as the MVP this year. I think he will be in the conversation once again. Matthew, you also wrote about players to fade, maybe in some fantasy drafts here. You had Nick Chubb in there, running back of the Cleveland Browns. What was the thinking there? Uh, obviously, a, a big year last year and uh, looks to be one of the best backs. Well, he just got paid, but why maybe fade him in fantasy this year? Yeah, he's a fantastic player, one of the best pure runners in the league, and his offensive line is one of the best in the league. So from a, a pure you know, on-field perspective, I love him as a player. It's a fantasy thing. He doesn't get a lot of the targets. Uh, and his offense isn't one of the better ones in the league. So, you know, he doesn't have a wealth of touchdowns coming his way. And then he's splitting time with another pretty good back in Kareem Hunt. So if he's not getting targets, he's not getting a ton of touchdowns, uh, and he's losing some volume to a pretty good back behind him, it just makes him a little bit riskier than some of the other guys in his draft range. So, you know, it's nothing against Chubb as a player. He's great. It's just as a fantasy asset, I'm hands off given what you have to pay to acquire. After uh, Saturday's game, San Francisco against Kansas City, we know Andy Reid isn't really trying the preseason, and the Niners say Jimmy G is going to play one series, then it's going to be Trey Lance the rest of the half. After Saturday's game, are we going to say Trey Lance should be out there week one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Absolutely. I mean, first, I say this to someone who is incredibly optimistic about Trey Lance. I'll, I'll just say that. I am a Trey Lance fool. In Dynasty League, I think he should be going ahead of Trevor Lawrence and the quarterbacks. That's, that's where I am on Trey Lance. But, you know, he's coming from a small school, so there will be an adjustment. But with the rushing ability that he has and then the offensive system that he's in and then, you know, arm strength, whatever, but he's got it. But the offensive system and his rushing ability, you put those two things together, and he has a, an upside that more upside. Oh, we're losing Matthew. Look at the win. Oh, yeah, he's going through a rough spot on his way to Iowa. But we got through most of the conversation, we so did. good stuff. He's all in on Trey Lance. I, I think that's um, that's the reaction that we're going to see everywhere. It's interesting that Shanahan, a guy that usually keeps things close to the vest, he puts it out there, okay, Jimmy G's going to be out there. He's our starter for one series in preseason game number one, then it's Trey Lance the rest of the way. If he dazzles, it, it, people are going to be going wild, especially with a guy that's played so little football over the last three years. Well, are you saying that now is the time, right now is the time to go get Trey Lance, Offensive Rookie of the Year? Because if this happens, Ooh, yeah, and there's some ambiguity, maybe from Kyle Shanahan post-game, that number is going to move. You okay. get it well, right now, plus 600, plus 600 uh, right now. On the same day, Justin Fields might do something, you know? And, and, and on the same day, Zach Wilson, is he going to throw the ball to the other team? Apparently, he has not looked good at you, Jets camp. You are out on him. That's, I find that interesting. It seems like that. Or, yeah, am well, I wrong? I, well, I just think the Jets, as always, made a mistake, right? Like, they passed on on Justin Fields and Trey Lance for Zach Wilson, who's 205 pounds and played at BYU. I just think it was a mistake. Maybe we're the idiots. 
because well, so, we are. So, no, but yeah, today especially. But so many teams are just so far out on Justin Fields. I don't understand it. Maybe we're 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 missing something here. Yeah, though the people that are are with him that like you know watch him seem to love him. Yeah, that's one yeah. of those things about him. Can't wait. It's gonna be fun uh, monitoring all these rookies. Yeah, we could see movement after a preseason game with the offensive rookie of the year. So if there's someone that you think there's some value on, his name's not Trevor Lawrence, maybe you want to jump on that bet uh, right now. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, this is BetQL Daily. We wrap up the week next with our lightning bets, and Reed Wallach will have the BetQL model play of the day. Keep it locked on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.